The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with your host, Ty Maynard. We're the starting point for sales professionals and business owners who want to gain more clients, score higher margins, and not be left behind in sales and business. Now, here's Ty Maynard. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard, and our goal every week is to assist you in your quest to be the best in sales, business, and life. And we're going to continue to bring you top-notch guests to help give you tools, tactics, strategies, ideas, and tips to help you be all that you can possibly be. And the title of our show today is How to Catch a Shark. We have an exceptional fun guy uh, on the show with us tonight who has been an exceptional entrepreneur and uh, has, has done what we're going to talk about. He has developed partnerships and franchises uh, in Australia, United States, and he's done a great job, and he's going to teach us how to build these types of relationships in order to grow our business and be successful now and beyond. And my guest's name is Anthony Amos, and let me just tell you a little bit about him. Anthony started his career playing professional rugby straight out of high school in Australia. While playing football, Anthony decided to use his downtime to start his own business. So at 21, he founded a mobile dog grooming business. His prototype grooming trailer consisted of a secondhand hydro bath, which is a special dog bath, and it was strapped onto the back of a box trailer. He put an ad in a local newspaper, rented a mobile phone, And he was on his way. And let me tell you, his dog grooming business took off. In a matter of no time, he had himself, his brother, and five employees working, grooming dogs all over the place. And then, unfortunately, what he identified was that the employee model didn't work as well as he anticipated. So what happened was Andrew uh, Anthony then went into franchising, selling franchises in his home state of Queensland, Australia. Now, within five years, HydraDog, the name of the company, had grown into over 100 franchises across Australia. It was the first franchise of its kind to be in every state and territory of Australia. After the 100th franchise milestone was reached, HydraDog implemented a master franchise model taking the franchise system to the next level. All state and territories in Australia were sold within an 18-month period. Now, in 2006, Anthony decided it was time to sell Australia and New Zealand, and HydroDog was sold for a record sum and still remains the largest franchise sale of its kind in the world, and there are now over 200 franchises throughout Australia. Now, after the sale of HydroDog, Australia, New Zealand, 
Anthony immersed himself in property development. Two of the larger deals were a 1,200 sublot division in North Old Australia and a three-stage unit development with an operational work status of 67 dual and triple key Ramada resorts. So this man has made it happen. And today, Anthony is busy building two franchise systems and is involved in multiple businesses that he has founded and co-founded. He is the author of his first book, How to Catch a Shark, and is a keynote speaker delivering compelling information and par- on partnerships and franchising. But we, I can't leave out the most important part. Anthony found his passion in business, but his greatest passion is with his beautiful wife and his three amazing kids, ages five, six, and seven. And his first priority is being an awesome husband and a father and then a founder and entrepreneur. And Anthony lives every day on fire. And let me see if I can get this right, Anthony. Good day, Mike. <laughs> well, mate, uh, thank you for that wonderful introduction. Uh, I really appreciate it. I'm going to try and speak as slow as I can and as clear as I can because I had a meeting the other week with a lady I'd been speaking on the phone with for, I don't know, about two weeks. And she was telling me that she was only getting every second and third word, but somehow was piecing together my sentences and making <laughs> sense of what I was saying. So I'm now very aware of me speaking fast and, and slow. But uh, Ty, thank you for having me on tonight. I really appreciate it. And, and I'm excited about getting, I don't know, what I've learned and what I've been able to uh, piece together coming to this incredible country that you guys have and live in. And, you know, I just love Americans to death. So I'm excited about throwing out what I've learned and, you know, what I'm able to do here in this country. Well, you know, I, I met you at a, a function where we were both judges on a panel for business entrepreneurs who were developing their pitch, their 30-second commercial for their business. And I was really impressed with you and everything I heard. And obviously, I went and did my research. So to cover this first segment, I have one question for you, Anthony. How does an Aussie like you come to America not knowing one person and within two years become partners with some of the most influential and successful entrepreneurs in this country? Uh, well, I've, I've got to tell you, I, I really do pinch myself every day when I wake up. Uh, that, that's the truth. I really feel blessed that I'm able to be around such incredible people. And, you know, just with our relationship, you're having me on your show. I mean, who would have thought couple of years ago being in Australia that I'd be on your program, you know, being an influencer, if you like, with, um, with everybody that's listening. Um, I think I put it down to uh, coming to, the, to America. What I did is I lived in, in the Aussie um, culture. I, I think this is what it is. I was living in the Aussie culture being an Aussie. Now, Americans love the Australians. They're very inquisitive. You know, they just want to know more and and vice versa. I mean, Australians love Americans. So we sort of have this really uh, great relationship that we don't know we have until we put ourselves into the environment. And I feel that after the ninth month, when I was an Australian understanding and living in the American culture, I think that's what really changed me to understand that everybody is sitting on a gold mine here. It's, if you get around the right people, and I actually posted this today, a lot of people say, 
It's all about the people you surround yourself with. You know, if you get those five people in your life, that's the true reflection of who you are. Well, I agree with that, but my take on that is if you're not congruent with those people that are in those circles, you're wasting your time. And the bottom line is the two people can love football, but the guy you're talking to could be a real dick. You know, like he could be somebody that has got no value system like yours at all. So, yes, you've got something that you're surrounding yourself with of like-minded people, but the congruency factor is in there. And that's really that, that what I believe is taking me to that level. I've, you know what's funny, Ty? When I, when I hit 40, and I'll just take one step back, I had a 35th birthday, one of the most beautiful birthdays ever. And I couldn't wait until I was 40 after that birthday. Everyone's, what? You're insane. Nobody wants to get older. But reading Think and Grow Rich in my early 20s, it was always when you hit 40, you've got more of an idea of life. And I swear to you, it's almost like when I turned 40, all the work I'd been doing for years, trying to understand people, read their body language, listen to what they're telling you in between the words. And then the congruency factor that I really took on board, it's not that I don't waste time with people. If I'm not congruent with them, I'm not going to waste their time because I know a relationship or business is not going to happen from this moment forward because I haven't got time to be around the people that aren't going to work together to get to that end goal. So I really feel tired to be as privileged as I am with the relationships that I've created. I've really felt in my gut, you know what it's like, people aren't silly. You can feel if you're attracted to somebody, whether it's morals or values or religion or whatever you want to call it, you have something inherently similar that clicks and it's like a feeling that you just get and if you're in tune with that then you're always going to be hanging around the right people like-minded and that you can grow up with so I, I put it down to being very consistent and working in your gut feeling that you're with the right people that I, I don't know if I can answer that any better but that's that's pretty much how I feel about that no I, I get that because I mean we met for all of 20 seconds before we had to go sit down in judges and I felt like I made a connection with you. I'm like, this is a cool guy. I would love to work with him. So I, I think I understand exactly what you're saying. It's, it's a synergy. It's a certain type of energy that you pick up with the other person and either it's there or it's not. You can't fabricate it. You can't no. make it be there. That's right. And I think the biggest mistake a lot of um, entrepreneurs make that are in that building phase where they need capital, they dance with the devil and chase the money and the gatekeeper is somebody that holds that key. They know that that doesn't feel right, that this person isn't congruent, but yet they're going to go for the money. And let me tell you, if it's not 90% of the time, it's 99% of the time, that relationship is going to falter because they didn't run with their congruency measure. They ran for the money instead and now they're paying for it down the track. You know, that's really what you know, I feel is the, the measure of, of these entrepreneurs wanting to get to that next level need to really consider. Okay. Uh, we, we have about four minutes before our break, but what I like to kind of get into, Anthony, is some of the methodology to know for sure you have the right partners. And if you're comfortable, you know, share with us some of the partners that people that you're working with. We may, we may even know some of them. I already know them, but maybe my audience does also. Okay. Um, it, well, this is, this is how I live every day right now. When I'm getting into a new business deal or a new partnership or anything that's going to grow, if you like, and I promise I know instantly 
sometimes even before they say a word, I can feel it. So I'll sit down at the meeting, and if there's... So number one is congruency. We've just spoken about that. You have to be congruent, and you're going to find that very quickly, especially with that that unknown. Is it morals? Is it values? There's something that you can feel that this person is great and fits in with how you look at life, number one. Number two, and this is really critical, once you feel that, it's like catching something so special and you don't want to let it go, add as much value as you can first. And number two is adding all the value first. Don't expect that person to give you all the value. You come in and give it first. Give whatever you can, whether it's an introduction or whether you know, there's a, you've got a couple of vouchers to the movies and you say, listen, I'm not going this week and give it to them. Just something that's like a peace offering, but, you know, adding value. But if you add the value on a really high level, I promise you it's going to come back. There'll be a time, and you don't want anything back. It's just got to unfold organically and naturally. When it does come back, then all of a sudden you've clicked into two things. Two, sorry, one of two things. You're either going to become really good mates or you're going to become business partners. Now, either one is fantastic. Being a business partner with somebody you can grow up with is just a delight. It's easy. The second thing is you can become mates, which is fantastic. You can do stuff together and really enjoy each other's company. That's the second thing. The third thing is when you wake up in the morning and, you're n- and you know you're going to go to lunch or coffee or a meeting with that person that is either a business partner or mate and you are excited, that's when you know you've nailed it. You've got congruency. You've added a value. You're now jumping out of bed, really excited you're going to catch up with this person. That's what it's all about. I want to give a really awesome, awesome example. So um, I'm involved in a charity called The Kind Mouth. Now, let me tell you, they have changed our lives. My little daughter was the first one, and, and my wife together was talking to the founder, Gina, and they ended up you know, coming into the, the company, and, and Isabella at 10 at the time became The Kind Mouth. They call her Mouth on Fire which is the, the mouse that's going to help train the other little kids. So she's got a little position in there. And then Gina and Stan, who are the founders, are just the most beautiful people I've ever met. We got immersed in with their friendship, and now we've all become fantastic friends. And they're like the kids' grandparents because in America, there's, oh, it's, you've got one minute to go. Do I need to come back? I, I've got this story in X, so no one's going to miss out on anything. You know what? I want you to hold that for us if that's okay. Because yeah. it, I, I can already tell it's going to be good. It's going um, to be but, good. But one of the things you said, which I always say, you know, you talked about adding value first. And, and I phrase it like this. We need to focus on making a difference, and then the dollars will follow. So it's yeah. the same thing. You, you make a difference, and then the dollars come. You add the value uh, on a high level, then you develop the business partners, the friendship. And, but when we come back, we're going to continue with the story, Okay. Beautiful. All right. It's time for us to take our first break. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard, and my guest today is the amazing Australian Anthony Amos, and he's telling us how to catch a shark, how to develop uh, partnerships and franchises so we can be all that we can possibly be, possibly be, make more money so life can be more funny. Stay tuned. We'll talk to you on the other side of the break. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. It's a sad fact that fraud is rampant in today's business environment. 
the headlines scream about once prestigious organizations falling victim to or crumbling due to the consequences of fraud. How do you keep fraud from affecting you and your business? Tune in to Fraud Talk with host Chris Marquet. Chris has over 30 years of fraud investigation experience, business intelligence, and is a renowned security consultant. Chris and his guests will inform you and help keep you from being the next statistic of fraud. Tune in Mondays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Do you, like most Americans, spend the majority of your life at work? Are you making it the joy that it deserves to be, or are you feeling drained and unfocused? Tune in to A Great Place to Work with hosts Kurt Kaufman and Dr. Kathy Sorensen. Your hosts have more than 30 years of experience in workplace consulting and are ready to bring you the secrets and success stories of businesses who are making their business a great place to work. Listen every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and enjoy a better workplace and a better life. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Mayner or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at tymaynergroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R group.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. I'm your host, Ty Maynard. Our topic today is how to catch a shark. And our guest is the amazing Aussie, Anthony Amos. And Anthony, you were sharing with us a story. And if you can pick up exactly where you left off and keep us going. All righty. So the point that I was getting to is that it, it has to be easy. You know, everybody talks about the struggles and the trials and the tribulations. No question we're all going to go through that. But you need to have your easy time. And the example of talking about Stan and Gina, that the founder of the Kind Mouse, this unbelievable charity, you know, through my daughter's real excitement of helping the hungry kids here in Tampa, um, I've now become the spokesman of the company. My wife and I are both on the board. And our other two kids are now little mice as well. And they help pack for you know, the hungry kids of, of um, the Tampa Bay area. So we've become incredible friends, and it's just the five of us in America. It's just my beautiful wife and three kids, and just to correct you, um, Ty, they're now uh, 11, 10, and 9, when they were that age when we first came to America. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. It's all, it's all good, mate. It's all good. <laughs> anyway, so, um, so these guys have become like their um, grandparents, and so they spend time with them. And anyway, the long and short of the story is we were around there all on Sunday, there were four adults, there were three children, and there were two dogs. And these dogs are monster dogs, like really big Siberian-type dogs. They're beautiful. And the, the environment was so easy. Because I, I do have, you know, very respectful and, and awesome kids, but they loved Stan and Gina's company. And it was one of the most beautiful days. But it gave us an opportunity. And I just said to Rachel, this is what life's all about. It is easy. We need to have those easy days. And how you get those is by taking that real hard line of saying, I'm only going to do business with people I'm congruent with. I'm only going to add the value first. And if I wake up the next day and I feel excited to be them, then that's when you know you've really made it. Because it's it's difficult not to take the route where you want to get the money. 
But if you're just sort of holding and, and feel good about it, it does come. It does come to you by doing, you know, that sort of a process to help your yourself and your business. Excellent, excellent. So it's it's about the congruency, but it's also enjoying the presence of the people that you're working with, as well as being able to take time out to just have, what, as you said, easy days. Yeah, no question about it. And just a very, very quick um, jumping on top of that is um, I met a, uh, a bloke called Eric Kennedy. Eric Kennedy is one of the most amazing people I've ever met. This guy was one of the founding members of the Pont Registry, you know, the magazine, the Pont Registry. Uh-huh. I ended up being the president of the company and um, had over 400 employees that were underneath him. This guy's just a, a genius. So we've ended up become really good friends through a couple of contacts, and we have that that unbelievable easiness. We'll call each other on the phone and speak for two hours just about life and business, and we've created a company called uh, Words Between Mates, which you know we're going to talk a little bit later, Ty, after we talk about how to catch a shark. But the example I'm bringing up with um, Eric is there was instant congruency, and I could not do enough to add as much value as I could to Eric just to show him that I appreciated that strength that we had with the congruency. But we have something a little bit different. It's not just the the mateship that we've created, there's a spiritual aspect to it, there's an intellect as- aspect to it, and we really enjoy each other's time, but it was my, my job in my heart to say, I want to show you what, I'm, what I can do, who I connect you to, who I you know, can be a part of. You know, all those sorts of little bits and pieces that come together creates a very strong relationship, and you've got to look for, like, just when we know we're going to call each other, I get so excited that we're going to have a phone call, and that's what it has to be for you to feel good each day with what you're doing in your business. That's right. That's right. That's right. Thank you very much for that. That's an excellent point. Now, you mentioned that you have a book uh, that's about to come out, How to Catch a Shark. And that's, the t- that's how we titled the show. Tell us about that. What's that all about? Well, um, everybody knows Kevin Harrington. Kevin Harrington is like the celebrity, celebrity entrepreneur in the country. Uh, this guy's the, Eric actually calls him the prince, you know, and I agree. He's just he's so likable. I've never heard anybody say a bad word about him, and he's just a, a pure gentleman when it comes down to being fair and, and business. And um, we struck up a, a relationship early on, and um, it's, it's funny because a lot of people say, well, how did, how did you meet Kevin Harrington? How did you guys become good friends? And this is one of the things I, I talk to people about. And in the book, we hope to have it out on the 1st of September, but the book itself talks about how you catch a shark not necessarily Kevin Harrington, but let's just say you're in real estate and you have an idol or you have somebody that you know could be very influential in your company and you really wanted that person, then you would work out a strategy on how you would get to meet that person. How would you would offer them equity in your company? How would you then piece them to become a part of your team? I've got all of that process down to the nth degree of the relationship that I built with Kevin. So I want to tell you a funny story, and I, I hope everybody sort of gets the humor because Aussies are very different to Americans. They do do get a little bit crazy when they have a few drinks. <laughs> and um, we, were, we were at a wonderful event. It was a mastermind event, and a, a very successful entrepreneur came to the event who was the showcase, if you like. There was 10 of us, and he was this, this big wig. And I won't mention any names because uh, I... I don't know, I can be very politically incorrect a lot of the time, but not really knowing, but I'm starting to understand, so I'm, I'm doing that just in case it is. So, okay, uh, okay. This guy's awesome, loving to death, and um, he came to the event, and what happened was, he was sort of better than everybody else in his own mind. 
but he really wasn't. He was that was just his protective mechanism with all the other people that were there. So he came in, and everyone was sort of talking. Oh my God! Oh, it's it's twenty four. Are we going to go for a break again? Oh, you're good. You got you got about another five minutes. Oh, good. Okay. All right. So I just want to don't want to push too far because I get excited. Time. I, I just don't know when to stop. I love anyway, it. So so this guy is coming in, and everyone was sort of talking about him. So after a few drinks. By the end of the night, we were in like a, a, a mansion setting. This place was a 28,000-square-foot home. It was beautiful. The carpet, you could have slept on the carpet at nighttime as a bed. It was just this beautiful place. Anyway, we have a few drinks, and I start to wrestle this guy. Like, this guy's 60 years of age. I start to wrestle him on the ground of his mansion. So he jumps on top of me, and he does the fish hook where he sticks his finger in his mouth, and we're wrestling on the ground and rolling over, and everyone thought it was serious. But, you know, we, were, we weren't serious, but we just sort of, you know, doing the thing, and it was, it was awesome. So anyway, I went to bed, woke up the next day, and my wife says to me, you remember what happened last night, don't you? Oh, what happened? You wrestled Russ on the ground. Of, oh, no, I did. That's right. But that, that happens all the time, Ty. So it wasn't new to me uh, that I woke up thinking, what have I done? So anyway, went downstairs, and here's, here's this guy talking to the group like a teacher. And as I opened the door of the kitchen, it went, and everybody looked at me. I was like, oh, no, oh, my God, what have I done? So as I walk over, this guy says, Anthony, I want to come, come over here. I want to speak to you for a minute. So we go and sit down, and he says, uh, I just want to thank you for last night. I went, what? I just want to thank you. What you did for me last night and made me accepted in this group, I can't repay you enough. I just thank you so much. Ah, don't worry about it. That's what I thought he'd do. And we just had a little bit of a laugh. Now, the long and short of it was, we've ended up unbelievable mates. And when uh, an event was taking place up in New York, what he did, he's very good friends with Kevin Harrington. He gave Kevin this unbelievable story about me, you know, how awesome I was and down to earth and blah, 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 whatever, whatever he said. Then Kevin actually approached me and said, hey, listen, I've been talking to my mate of mine and he's told me all this about you and you've got this big blue dog. We should sit down and do business. And that's how it all started. So the moral of the story is... Getting an introduction to the person or the shark that you really want to have in your business is the strength on the power of the relationship long term. So that's when someone says, well, how did you become... I mean, Kevin and I are really, really close mates as well. And, you know, we've got a great relationship and we're involved in, you know, quite a few businesses together. But it all stemmed from that awesome introduction. But then again... What I talk about with how to catch a shark, it's very important that when you find somebody that is really that influential that can help your business put a rocket on your back and take it to the moon, you've got to find their sweet spots. You've got to find how they operate. You've got to work out what is it, what's the value proposition that you bring to the table. I mean, Kevin's told me many a time that people line up and all they want to do is give me an idea that I can make millions from. I, I don't want that. I want to know... What is in it for me to be able to help you without you trying to take? Where's the value proposition? So that's what I know I'm really good at is understanding the sweet spots with people and, and as I said before, providing the value. So with Kevin and my relationship, I never, ever ring him with a problem. I never ring him with any negativity. All I do is I work out what I need to work out and I ring him up with nothing but positive feedback on our businesses of you know where it's at and what we're doing because the value that he brings to the table... It is Kevin Arrington, for God's sake. You know, his celebrity status alone opens up doors. I mean, I sat there with him at lunchtime and said, oh, I need to speak to such and such. Wait, hold on a minute. He gets his phone and said, write this number down. How the hell do you have that guy's number in your phone? Like, that's just how, you know, well-connected this guy is. It's, it's just incredible. That is something else. <laughs> and 
I love the story you told about wrestling. I don't know if my audience is doing this right now, but I am, Anthony. I'm making I'm making a list of people I plan on wrestling in the next two weeks. So, uh, so far I have about eight people I plan on wrestling. I'm going to have to hit the gym tomorrow, clearly, um, to prepare for this. But it's going to be a busy couple of weeks. Thanks for that tip. Uh, audience, I hope you got it. That's funny. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. Um, we have a couple of minutes, but if you can kind of tee this up for us, maybe that, that'll help us. You, I want to know more about, I heard you mention this. Tell me more about words between mates um, and kind of tee us up for that, then we'll get started again on the, on the other side of the break. Well, mate, this, this is a project that I'm just so excited about. I've never done a consulting process. And, you know, I'm not a real big fan of the word consulting, but I really feel and understand the methodology behind consulting. Um, I, I've been able to add value and, and help other people in many, many ways over and over again. But really, when it comes down to helping people that, you know, I'm giving back to, there really hasn't sort of been a process for me to able to um, benefit from that financially. So now I've decided I've got to that level where the financial component can now add value in other areas with charities and other businesses. And so Eric and I got together and said, listen, we've really got to put our heads together here because the amount of value that we can bring to the table, like in a domestic and also a national basis, words between makes is like a consulting process. If you've got a business and you really want to get it to that next level and find that particular shark that you need, we're the to go to people. We're the ones that will work out who you need, what you've got to do to get there, and give you a path to reach that end goal and um, giving you some training on how you should approach and deliver your personality to find that right person. Because some people go, you know, I want such and such. Well, just let me tell you why you wouldn't match up with that guy. You're going for fame and money rather than congruency factor because we know your personality type and we know his personality type. So that's not going to work. So we would guide people in that way to, to help them. So wordsbetweenmates.com is now a business that where, you know, I suppose you can say how to catch a shark is out there loud and proud on how to actually, you know, use that process. But this is a real consulting, meaty business that's going to be able to help uh, businesses get to the next level with that. Okay, excellent. We're going to continue when we come back. You're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard. My guest today is Anthony Amos. We're talking about how to catch a shark. Stay tuned. We'll talk to you on the other side of the break. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Engage with Andy Bush takes you inside the mind of a top global market and public policy analyst who has been featured regularly on CNBC, Yahoo Finance, and numerous radio and television programs. Our program will bring you guests and stories from the top of the political and business worlds. Each show includes Andy's point of view roundup and what it means for you at home. Life's complicated. Let Andy help you figure it out. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? 
Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Time Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T Y E at T Y E M A N E R Group.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard. My guest today is the amazing Aussie Anthony Amos, and he's talking to us about how to catch a shark, how to develop the right uh, alliances and partnerships and and grow franchises. And you were just telling us, Anthony, about uh, a new alliance that you developed, and you came up with a really unique organization, uh, Words Between Mates. Uh, You want to tell us a little bit more about that before we move to the next uh, question? Yeah, I I think basically where this has come about is that being able to take a concept like HydroDog 200 strong, bring it to the U.S. and get it started over here and understand the culture and make it happen. I've parved the way. Now, don't quote me on this, but I just use this as a as a as an example. It's like Moses parting the sea. You know, the the, the walls are either side, and there's that path to get to the other. I've been able to achieve that through trials and tribulations and very difficult times. Let me tell you, it hasn't been easy. And if it was easy, everybody'd be doing it. But right. I've been able to work hard to make it right. So. What happened is uh, that's when Eric and I started to talk about, holy smokes, we've got a great opportunity with all the contacts we have and, and with him being so smart in the digital world and the magazine world and all that stuff, he's just so awesome because he does what I don't do and he's just you know very, very clever with bringing it together to make it a bit successful business model. So with KPI, which is Key Person of Influence, I was able to have the opportunity uh, with a, a mate of mine to bring... Um, uh, KPI to America. So I flew over to England and spoke to the founder and he'd been wanting to come here for a year and a half or two years and just really didn't know actually how to get over here because he was doing so well in Australia and the UK and you know through my contacts and influence I was able to get the company over to uh, America and now you know the rest is history. It's, it's successful and there's great people who have gone through the program and everything's working great. So what I'm trying to say is that it's about getting a business outside of the country into the country with parting away. But domestically and nationally, we've got all the contacts to get the people from you know where they are today to get them to the next level. Because if I can come here tight and not know one person and to be in the influence and the businesses and the relationships I've got with some of the most incredible people in the country, then the people in America that live here should be able to tap into that before I can. There are some people that live here for 20 years longer than me that are entrepreneurs that don't have the relationships that I've got. And I, I can tell people how to get out and do that because it's easy enough from the outside looking in to say, hey, listen, you guys are sitting on gold mines over here. You've just got to get with the right people. 
You know, I agree with you. And we talk about that fear component. A lot of things that really paralyze people is, is fear. And, and one of the things I talk about, Anthony, is the fact that fear is instilled in us really to create action, not paralysis. So what I want to talk about now is your motivation. I clearly, to anyone who's in your presence for two seconds, not even five, but two seconds, they know you're motivated. Tell us more about your motivation and tell us more about being on fire. That's F-Y-R-E. That's right. Yeah, well, you know, Ty, this, this is a thing. I've got a real attitude um, that everybody, not all on fire all the time, but you can put yourself on fire in the mindset, not literally pouring petrol over or gas over yourself and lighting yourself up. I mean mindset. You can, you can really make the effort to be on fire each day if you choose. And I use this analogy with my kids, is that um, if you're going along 275, and that's your on fire state. You're excited and things are going great. And then all of a sudden you get a phone call and, you know, somebody hasn't done the right thing and now you've got to sort it out. You go off the off ramp. You go off the highway. And now when you go off the highway, the secret is to get back on the on ramp as quickly as possible. What happens with most people is they get stuck in the neighborhood. They stay in the neighborhood and they can't get back out to get on the on ramp. On the on ramp is getting you back on fire again. So when we're having our moments, as everybody does, our switch action at home is if you get into a cranky mood or, you know, you're not on fire, the kids will say to me, Dad, get back on the highway. Come on, Dad, get back on the highway. And all this started because I was able to get very cranky with the kids when they were doing something wrong. When they fixed it up, I was back on fire again. And my my daughter said to me one day, Dad, how can you go from being really mad to really happy again? I I can't do that. I'm, I'm like in a bad mood. And then I stay in a bad mood. I said, well, this is where it's going to stop today. We're going to talk about the highway analogy, and we're going to get you out of it. So our kids don't have time to be upset or crying because we all rally together like a pack of dogs. And we come and go, get back on the highway, Isabella. Get back on the highway, Austin. Get back on the highway, Aria. So we're always in their face about changing the mood. And I think that in itself is a real motivation for me to know. And this is the thing, Ty. This is a really small example. If... I was concentrating, and I was in, a, say, a bad mood of trying to sort out a very complex situation. And Ty Manor is ringing me. Now, let's face it, today's ID, people know who's calling them. So when people say, oh, hello, hold on a second, didn't you just see Anthony Amos, the office flash up? Oh, yeah, I did. Well, why did you say hello? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I was just busy. Well, this is how I look at it. You have two choices when somebody is ringing you. Don't answer it if you're in a bad mood. But if you see that person calling you and you do want to talk to them, then step up, get out of that state that you're in and appreciate that they're calling you and make an effort to be at least excited that they're calling you. And it's a really big thing for me is because everyone in their own mind does have that flexibility to say, no, I'm not going to answer because I'm in a bad mood. Don't answer a phone in a bad mood. Appreciate that that person's calling you either with a friendship or a, or a partnership or whatever the case is. So the motivation for me is to always be in the presence of being on fire. No one would ever know that we went through such difficult times because when I was in the present, and believe you me, this is not a contradiction of falsifying who you really are. It's important to show leadership in the toughest of times to show everybody that it's more than business. It's more than money. It's about being around people that you appreciate and being on fire in that environment because everybody's got a personality, but they quash it because they, they stress about all the other things that are happening. And let me tell you, 
I've been there. I've lost everything, and you know, getting it all back is exciting. But you go through that that dip in life, you really start to gain a strength. But it's important to put on put on a smiley face. You know, make an effort. If you don't want to do that, don't go out into those environments. Stay at home and get your stuff together before you do that. You don't need to present yourself as, oh, woe is me. Get the hell out of there and wake up and come back. And if you want to be friends with people, put on that happy face and be in the moment. You know, you just made a, an interesting statement because I mentioned this uh, Sunday when I was talking to a group of people that I've made a lot of money and then also lost a lot of money, and then made a lot of money again. But most people don't understand that's part of the success equation. You know, they think the people who are successful, they just had a silver spoon, and everything they touched turned to gold. I had Kevin Harrington on the show last year, and he said that 25% of the things that he, he pursues is actually successful. So that means one out of four, excuse me, three out of the four things that he, he pursues actually fails. But the, yeah. the one that does hit hits big enough to compensate for all of the other uh, learnings, lessons that he learned. So I thought that was interesting. You say you actually failed also. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, uh, we, you know, we were very young, successful, you know, um, wealthy kids, if you like, in our, in our early 20s. Um, back in Australia, and you know, we ended up getting into uh, an environment where it was the, the property game, and the, and the bubble crashed, and our funders went into liquidation. So they cruelled our development. We still, you know, had the land, but they cruelled our development, and we basically couldn't roll the funds over. We couldn't take the funds out, and I said, "Holy smokes!" You know, we've we've got to start again, and that's when I came to America with Hydrodog to uh, to blow it out over here and make it happen. So you know, we've been to the the highs and the lows and, you know, coming back up again is, is very, very exciting. But I, I think you become very weathered when you when you lose what you were used to. But, you know, when you talk about the motivation, everybody has something that really gets them out of bed in the morning. And mine is my family. You've got to remember the five of us are just over here. All our aunties and uncles and granddads and nannies and everything are all back home. And it, it is hard being away from them. But the motivation for me is not just to be a great dad, but to be a great role model in this business world of bringing the kids through the entrepreneurial spirit that this country oozes. I'm telling you, it oozes out of the souls of the earth, and that's what I want my kids to grab hold of, is that they, they come into all of my business meetings. They've actually been on stage with me three times now when I've done my presentations. They're always coming to... Um, Lunches, I bring them everywhere I can to give them that, that feeling of that entrepreneurial spirit that just is so alive here in America. And we do have to do it young because when you look at most kids today, they are engrossed with the social media component. My kids have time, but they socialize around everybody because socializing your kids earlier on today is so critical because when they get to the social media age, they've got a great balance. Yes, they're smart enough on the left-hand side to work with it, but on the right-hand side, when they do get in environments, they're confident and they really feel good about being introduced to people. I make sure they shake their hands, say their name. So my motivation is being the best dad and the best husband and being the best teacher for them to be, you know, in this incredible entrepreneurial spirit that lies in this country. And, you, man, you're making such a great point because... Because of my business, I have uh, been around a lot of successful people and top executives, and I 
also introduce my son to them. So uh, during the summer, my son would have to travel with me every place I went to speak. And I would listen to him on the planes, and he could talk to any executive about any topic. He was not intimidated by executives, which is one of the biggest things most salespeople I, I work with. They are afraid to call them the CEO of a company or the president of a company. But if, it, as you say, if we can get them started early, it's just a natural part of their day. There's nothing new or big or different or scary about it. Contrary to popular belief, we have this guy over here, Anthony, called Freddy Krueger. You know, um, I've yet to see a top executive look anything like Freddy Krueger or Michael Myers or Jason from Friday 13th. They're some of the nicest people you ever want to meet. They just don't want you wasting their time, right? Yeah, uh, 100%. Absolutely. Well, it's time for us to take our last break. Anthony, I always tell my audience, this is the fastest hour of the week. So, and you're part of it, man. I thank you for that. So it's, it's, it's time for our final break. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard. My guest today is Anthony Amos. And we will talk to you on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. How is your plan going? Could you use a little help on your path to success? Why not step up and play big? Join host Chris Ruisi for a show that will help you identify the possibilities that await you. Too many people succumb to just being average when they could be exceeding average without too much more effort. It's time for you to become exceptional. Raise the bar to your success. Basically, it's time for you to step up and play big. Join Chris Ruisi every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Today's business marketplace is becoming increasingly global thanks to technologies that didn't even exist a few short years ago. Your business might be a startup or you might be one of the global 500. Either way, you're probably looking at customers and competitors in faraway regions. Listen for Global Reach with host Tay Revez as she brings together experts, ideas, and listeners to help you anywhere in the world. Global Reach is broadcast every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at tymaynardgroup.com. That's T Y E at T Y E M A N E R group.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. I'm your host, Ty Maynard. My guest today is Anthony Amos. And we're talking to you today about how to catch a shark, how to develop some really key alliances and partnerships so you can grow your businesses 
and take it to the next level. And I have Anthony, and Anthony, you know, we, we're in the last segment, and I want to just invest a few moments now and just hear from you, you know, on a personal note, just from the heart. What do you hope the listeners today take away from our conversation? Well, I think the biggest thing is that um, everybody has something very unique inside them, and a lot of Americans, especially because our cultures are so different, I, I can't express how different they are, but... The Americans have an incredible way of being able to get stuff done, and you know they're really smart, and I, I just love them to death. But they've all got that that little naughty thing inside of them that I wear on my sleeve, mind you. But let me tell you, I get away with things the average person doesn't. I always clench my fist together and say, "Oh, the cultures are colliding," and I, and I do milk that a lot. But I put myself out there, and I'm happy to sort of take the the thrash. But I'm very respectful. I'm very transparent, and if people are uncomfortable with my behavior, I promise I'll never do it again. I'm very, very good like that. I do push the boundaries, but once I'm told, I'm done. I want everyone to take that away. You know, the only way you can get a shark, you know, how to catch a shark and how to get, you know, partnerships like uh, Eric Kennedy and people that have just embraced my life to, to where it is today, you've got to really be yourself. You know, I often say to the kids, you know, you've got to be yourself because everyone else is taken. Just, just be you. And if you start to work out those opportunities of being who you are, if they don't work out, then that's not meant to be the person you're meant to be in business with. So if you provide a consistency, if you don't talk about people behind their backs, if you tell them how you feel at the time, because there's a real void in this country of being able to say how you feel tactfully, because <laughs> I often talk about this. You've got to remember, I'm pigeonholing, by the way, of course, because not everyone's like it, but... Um, often <laughs> the message is sent direct and it's tactless and people say, no, you tell me how it is, I won't get hurt. Everybody gets hurt when something's said about, bad about their feelings. So let's, let's get real for a second. But the other thing is they don't say it now because they're going to hurt the people's feelings and they're going to say it about them when they, when they walk away. Now, it's not really talking behind their backs. So it was probably a little bit harsh then, but they don't want to have a confrontation about it now. They'd sooner talk about it after the fact so they can work out whether or not that was the, the right conversation. So I just feel if everybody can be in that space of really showing who your true personality is and add just that little bit of flair when people go, oh, I remember that guy because of this. You know, if you follow the crowd, you'll always end up at the exit. And I love that statement so much. I get into an environment and I ask myself, what can I do in this environment that nobody else is doing? Not just to be noticed, so people can actually see there's been a little bit of creativity and he's got the balls to do that that no one else has done. That's what the real secret is about creating the relationships, is not doing what everyone else is doing. Okay, very good, very good. Any, any other points you want to make? Anything else, any major takeaways? That was an excellent one. I think the biggest one is that if you're not getting out of bed in the morning and you're not off your head and excited and get chills, that you're about to have coffee with one of your business partners or your mates. Now, it's very important, friendships. But if you're not getting out of bed and you think it's, it's a task to have coffee with that person, be nice and somehow get the hell out of there. If you don't get out of there, they're going to sap every piece of energy you've got because you're going to be worrying more about the relationship than worrying about you. And you is more important than anybody. Once you've got yourself right, then everybody else is going to be okay because the influencer that is the entrepreneur... That, that we're alchemists, you know, entrepreneurs are alchemists. They bring things together that are impossible. But if you're not really feeling awesome about that person that you're going to see that day, 
work out how to get out because it'll pull you down and you'll never get to where you want to get to. Okay, excellent point, excellent point. Now, I know you're starting to do um, some keynote speaking presentations and your presence is exceptional. Like I said, I enjoy working with you at the Pitch Fest. Uh, I know my audience may want to reach out to you. They, they may want copies of your book. So how do they get in touch with you? How does my audience stay connected with you? Alrighty, so there's two things that can happen here. Um, if you're really interested in wanting to find out more about how to get your business to the next level, then, you know, wordsbetweenmates.com, jump on and check it out and um, get the information through there. But if you really want to make it a, more of a, a personal thing that I would bring back through Words Between Mates anyway, is go to theanthonyamos.com and it's not just Anthony Amos, it's the Anthony Amos. Now, to be honest with you, Anthony Amos was taken, and that's the only reason I've got it. I, you know, I like <laughs> to tell people that you know, I have an ego, but I'm not ego-driven. You've got to have an ego to be an entrepreneur. But when you become ego-driven, ah, I don't know. People don't sort of like that very much. But right. um, you jump on there and, and fill out the form, and uh, a message will come through to me, and I'll get back to you, and we'll just sort of see what that looks like. The book should be out in, in September. Um, I'm going to do a huge launch. I'm really going to get it out there. I really want the message to get across to all these incredible people in this country that you are sitting on a gold mine, you've got people in your back doorstep that are the most influential people in the world, and I want to teach you how to get to them. It's as simple as that. And if you want that, then they're the two options how to, uh, how to get to me. That's excellent, excellent. And I worked hard today. And uh, how did I do in my good eye, Mike? <laughs> well, it's funny because most, most people that try to take off the accent sound English to me, but that actually sounded very, very Australian. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. So, so thanks again for for uh, being here with us, Anthony. And, and my my desire is to have you back again in the next couple of months or so uh, after the book uh, has launched, so you can take us further into this arena of how to develop these really great alliances that can help us grow our business and, and help us help others. And we can be a resource and an asset to others because it's not always about getting. As you said at the beginning, it's more about giving first and then in return uh, we get the bonus. So i, I love to have you back. And, and so uh, can I go ahead and get a commitment now in, in front of everybody? 100%. I've, I've enjoyed myself so much. This is the first radio interview I've ever done. Uh, you're just such a delight to work with, and I, I can't wait to come back. Excellent, excellent. And, and audience, as, uh, as Anthony said, I want you to get a copy of his book, How to Catch a Shark. Uh, I know you're going to love it because he's not one who just wrote a book. He's wrote it, he, he wrote the book from his experiences, and that's the best way to get it. You learn from our mistakes, learn from the things that we learn to do right, and that will cut your learning curve. You also want to get a copy of my book, Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. We aren't saying be impatient. We're talking about being proactive. All right? Check out my website. See what's going on. We have different tools, references to help you in your quest to be the best. So I thank you for listening to us today. And stay tuned. We look to hear from you or have you listening to us again next week. But in the meantime, in the meantime, forget patience. Let's sell something. Talk to you soon.
Thanks again for tuning in to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. Ty Maynard will be back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We look forward to you joining us then. In the meantime, forget patience. Let's sell something. Thank you.